Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide into creating the relationships, prosperity, and peace you desire after codependency. So today we're going to be starting a new series called How to Heal, or How You Can Heal from Codependency, or How You Heal from it. I don't remember what I called it, but it's a new series specifically focused on helping you have structure in your own healing journey. Um, this will parallel the structure I, uh, that I use in the Happiness After Codependency system and in my solo courses, uh, the Heal Yourself Strategy, Know Yourself Strategy, the Relationship Strategy, and the Self-Trust course. So yes. So this way you guys can put this to use in your world. And if you want to go deeper in it, you want to have live support, live guidance, you want to <clears throat> take it to... Uh, well, I had that term, take it deeper. You want to master it so you can reliably create more safety, more connection, more fulfillment and purpose in your life. Then you can join the happiness after codependency system. Otherwise, this gives you the structure you need to succeed. So that's what we're going to be focusing on over the next four weeks starting today. Today, we're going to be talking about the three zones of safety needed for real healing. So before we get to that, I need to share this out to the community real quick. Community is a safe haven here on the internet, specifically on Facebook, where you can find additional guidance and tools from me, as well as connect with other survivors of narcissistic abuse, other codependents that are working, uh, that are going through the same journey and are building their own confidence, their own self-trust, experiencing new friendships and relationships, and navigating the world beyond codependency. So you can get connected with people on the same journey as you and find out and discover for yourself your not alone. So the link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And thank you guys for helping me grow that channel. Thank you for helping me in this work and growing my reach, my impact out there. So the three zones of safety needed for healing. So codependency is a strategy. It is not an identity. It is not a disease. It is not a uh, flaw. It's also not permanent. Codependency is emergent. It is the result of a biological reflex we have in our nervous system towards danger. It's called the fawn response. So fawning shows is also called the please and appease response. A lot of therapists call it that. But fawning is really about becoming appealing to the threat or the perceived danger in order in, in hopes that it will not further harm us or threaten us. In fact, sometimes we hope that it will turn towards us and love us and care about us. This is especially prevalent for individuals that are dealing with abusive relationships, either with a spouse, a, particular, a partner, a child, or parents, where the abuse dynamic leads, you through, through the, leads them through a cycle of seduction where they're groomed into loving and prioritizing the other person, believing that that person values and loves them for who they are. And then they are, they are moved out of grooming or seduction into abuse where name-calling, gaslighting, physical, emotional abuse, financial abuse, control, all of that, sexual abuse will enter the scene and then they are discarded. So they're going through a sequence of seduction, abuse, and discard. Discards where the relationship is ended, where the person replaces them with something or someone else. It's where cheating happens. It's where the partner could just, you know, pay more attention to the dog or the video games or work and have 
the the discarding individual has completely rejected the other individual and the the person going through this the target the codependent would be experiencing euphoria during the grooming and seduction phase and then distress during the abuse phase because it's very confusing why is this happening did i cause this how can i fix it what can i do different and then deep despair when the discard happens because they see that all their effort their time they're trying all of that has failed it wasn't enough and that's where a lot of times we internalize this experience of not being enough being too much being flawed thinking that we're the problem we're the cause of this person's behavior especially when they tell us we're the cause especially when they say you could do something different and then they move the goalpost to change the outcome on you when you do that thing that kind of thing now this happens with parents this happens with siblings this happens with uh, partners and spouses it can happen with business partners bosses friends so this is some this is a cycle that's pretty prominent in abusive and toxic relationships this cycle teaches us to believe that safety doesn't exist and if we are to heal from codependency we have to point towards and then begin to build real real sustainable safety in our world and this is accomplished specific through three specific focuses that i teach in the happiness after codependency system and in my solo courses and those three specific focuses i are first of all physical safety physical safety depends on our environment do we have a home do we have access to money uh, food water do the people we're interacting with behave in safe ways so part of our physical safety is dependent on how people are treating us and part of our physical safety is dependent on how we're treating ourselves and others so that first aspect of building real reliable safety in our world so that we can disengage that fawn response and return to our healthy assertiveness or healthy aggression uh, response which is basically a fight response like hey i'm going to take care of myself establish boundaries advocate for myself you know use my power for my behalf and my well-being that kind of thing so first starts with physical safety the second safety we need to be looking at is emotional safety how safe does it feel to have emotions how safe does it feel to feel emotions to acknowledge them to allow them to be real to us how safe does it feel to share our emotions with others how safe does it feel to receive emotional sharing from others and how safe does it feel to offer support and to receive support emotionally so emotional safety is one of the most delicate challenging areas we face in healing our codependency and connecting with our own sovereignty power and well-being and happiness because it's where we're going to have a big wrestle with attachment injury it's where we're going to have a big wrestle with anxiety with our internalized shame about what we feel we shouldn't feel this we shouldn't feel that we should feel this we should feel that we have a lot of programming and a lot of injury to face there and so i use a, a practice called ali to guide you through that acknowledge legitimize and integrate our emotional experience that allows us to begin building safety it's one of the first core tools you learn in the happiness after codependency system the next safety we have to focus on is relational safety 
This one is where a lot of transformation will occur in your world. Because when you gain the ability to trust your senses, trust your gut, trust what you're taking in as reality, you're able to see what's real and then you'll feel sane. And when you feel sane, you can make appropriate choices for yourself. When, how this relates to relational safety is you'll be able to see what's really going on in your pattern of interaction with a person. So you'll, you'll be able to identify their pattern of behaviors, the impacts that creates in your world, and the results you live with from it. And from there, you can make the right choices about where they belong in your world. That increases your safety exponentially because now you have the ability to discern and choose people who show up in safe ways. In the happiness after codependency system, I teach you what to look for in them. There's specifically, there's eight traits we're looking for. I call them the eight relationship bare minimums. And these eight relationship bare minimums are behaviors that a person demonstrates without us having to teach them to do it, without us informing them that we want this. What we're doing is we're looking to see how they show up as themselves and if they demonstrate these eight relationship bare minimums in their behavior. Because if they do, then they are coming from a premise of integrity, accountability, and they're reliable in that. And that allows us to determine if they're trustworthy or not. Because trustworthy individuals are consistent, they're accountable, and they're reliable in making changes in their behaviors when things don't work when things have an impact they didn't intend, and they're willing to learn and understand about what works for you and how that works for you. That creates relational safety. That's the foundation of it. So when you have relational safety and you have the ability to detect safe people, now you have the ability, the, the probability of having safe romantic relationships friendships you'll be able to better discern bosses and careers you'd want to work in uh, employee employers rather and then your co-workers if you're a business owner like me you'll be able to discern employees contractors people you would like to work with i mean the amount, think about the amount of safety that brings into your world when you can discern who's safe and who's not for you so these three safeties are the foundation of your entire healing. It's the foundation which I start on. We focus on these for over 13 weeks in the happiness after codependency system. It is essential that we learn how to soothe ourselves emotionally. So that falls in the emotional safety realm. And I teach you that through what's called nervous system regulation. You can actually get that for free, uh, which is really cool. Um, just go above to my resources link and you can go to my library and get the Beacom system there and learn how to do that there. See, my friends, healing codependency starts with understanding what we actually need. And safety, connection, and identity are the three things that we actually need. Because that's what codependency is trying to create for us. That's the strategy our body is using to try to feel safe feel connection and have a sense of value, purpose, or identity in the world. Now I teach now I teach in this in my approach that it's self-trust, sanity, personal power, and innate value that gives us the foundation for actually fulfilling those three needs in a way that produces what we really want to enjoy in our life. That's the point. That's the goal here in my work is that you begin to experience more well-being, more peace, more safety, 
and then more joy and play in your world. Now those can be nebulous terms. You get to define them. You get to explore what they mean to you because that's part of knowing, loving, and being who you are. And if we're going to be able to do that, we first have to know how to assess our physical safety, our emotional safety, and our relational safety. So those are the three safeties you need to be working on in order to feel safe enough to leave codependency behind. So some little uh, deeper tips on how to do this. So with physical safety, the first thing I start there is I assess my physical environment. How safe does it feel to be where I physically am at? What resources do I have available to me financially and relationally? So those two, you know, what connections do I have with people that are safe and what re financial resources do I have? These two alone will add or take away from your safety, money especially, and, and then community connections. So when we talk about relational connections and relational safety, we're talking about individuals to show up in safe ways. And we're also talking about community, uh, local community, whether that's a um, local group that you're a part of, a support group, thing, uh, therapist group, things like that. It also involves your friendships, and then it involves your online communities. So if you're looking for an online community to add to your safety, uh, to add to your resources so you feel safer, I invite you to join mine. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. That's key there because when we are looking for physical safety, we're looking for shelter. It's one of the core needs we have is shelter, protection, and being believed. And proper uh, physical safety will involve people who believe us are willing to shelter and protect us and have our back in the things that we're facing. So that's what I'd start off first. Assess your physical environment first, then your financial environment, and then that community relational environment. With emotional safety, I recommend starting with nervous system regulation and learning the practice of um, emotional observation. So you can get those tools uh, specific tools for that for free on my library link is above on the links link in the description emotional observation is the practice of becoming aware of what we feel so it's three steps we pause acknowledge and we observe what's there that allows us to become more connected to what we feel and feel and develop a capacity around feeling what we do because i know in my experience emotions were very scary to deal with Scary to feel, scary to acknowledge, scary to navigate because they were intense. I wasn't supposed to feel them. There was a lot of shame around them. And my body was anticipating being punished for having a feeling. So this observation practice allowed me to disengage from that cycle and actually experience curiosity about what I felt and notice that my feelings were not threats. My feelings were my allies. That, that took a little time, but that was a necessary step in that journey. And then the third thing to get a little deeper on building um, relational safety, your eight relationship bare minimums. That's what you want to be looking for. And that stands for, it stands for boundary respect, accountability, um, respect for privacy. Then they have integrity. They keep their word. They're reliable in keeping their word and being, uh, they're reliable in their, their well, reliability is one of them. And that means they're reliable in maintaining their boundaries and respecting yours. Being accountable, taking in, um, having integrity, 
respecting your privacy and are also going to be accepting. They're going to be warm and receiving of who you are. They're not interested in changing you. They're interested in getting to know who you are so they can see how you fit in their world and vice versa, how uh, they fit in yours. They're interested in compatibility and in care. They have give what's called positive warm regard where they're not applying ill intent to your behaviors. They're more curious about why you did a thing so they can understand where you're coming from and then if there's a problem, you guys can discuss it and create an agreement about something different going down the road. And they also employ empathy and care in how they respond to others and how they take accountability for the impacts their choices and actions have in their world. So that's what you want to be looking for as you relate with people in your world. So my friends, that's the foundation for sustainable safety in your world. And with that, you can then begin to build connection, connection with yourself, connection with others. So we're going to talk more about that in the next couple of trainings. But right now, take an assessment for yourself. How safe do I feel physically? How safe do I feel emotionally? How safe do I feel relationally? And let's see what needs to be improved in your life. If you want to go deep on this, get the structure, guidance, and support to implement this in your world, check out the Happiness After Codependency system. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Because in this system, I take you through creating the sustainable, concrete, safety, sanity, and sovereignty in your world. That's our first step. Our second step is teaching you how to know, love, and be who you are. And then the third step is creating sustainable, fulfilling relationships and friendships in your life. Well, that's what we do there. So if that's what you're looking for and you're ready to take that deep dive so you can experience peace, prosperity, and happiness after codependency, that's where you start. If you want to get used to my work, you want to get to know my work, check out the five-day workshop that starts here in a week and a half. The link is above on Facebook and below on YouTube as well. So we'll be teaching you how to regulate your nervous system, how to restore self-trust, how to believe yourself again so we bring sanity back into your world and how to care for and nurture for your emotions using the ALI practice. So come and join us for that. Thank you guys for being here. Let me know your thoughts below. Have a great day and I'll see you in our next video.